Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Today's episode is sponsored by Blissey and Tinder. Hi, besties. Welcome to or welcome back to Trying to Care. Normally, the last Monday of the month, I do an advice session. But because I missed a week in April, I feel like we should hold off on that just because I don't want to bombard you with Q&A episodes or advice sessions. So I just thought it would feel better and it would be right to just sit down, chat a little bit and do this episode. So obviously this past week was the first weekend of Coachella and every year I don't go to Coachella and I'm not going to sit here and be like oh I don't want to go to Coachella like I I don't care about Coachella I do every single year I'm like next year I'm going to Coachella and the next year happens I don't go to Coachella and every year I find myself scrolling through social media and seeing everyone have the time of their lives at Coachella, seeing celebrities, influencers, my mutuals at Coachella, and I have the fattest FOMO. Every year that Coachella comes around, I just feel so left out and I feel so pissed at myself for not going. But the reason that I don't go is because it's so much money. I have no one to go with. And that's the thing that I'm hung up on. As much as I want to go and I'm upset that I'm not there, Part of me knows that I wouldn't be having as much fun as I'm making it out to be. Coachella is so much money. You have to pay for the tickets themselves unless you're a influencer or celebrity and get to go for free. You have to pay for your outfits unless, again, you're an influencer or celebrity and you get those for free. You have to pay for a place to stay. You have to pay for a plane ticket if you don't live in California. You have to pay for the food and the alcohol and everything that goes into Coachella. It's a lot of money. Money that I don't have. I also hear everyone's complaints saying that Coachella is not that fun, is not that great, and that it's hot and then it gets cold at night and it's tiring and your feet hurt and people are bitchy and it's expensive. I hear everyone, but I still feel just as left out as I would if everyone was like, this is amazing, we love it. 
Also, I'm only using Coachella as an example because this is something that I was struggling with this past week. FOMO is a reoccurring issue I find myself having, especially in my early 20s. I would have FOMO all the time. I would feel left out. I would feel excluded. And I think it's really easy to have FOMO in your 20s because you're constantly comparing yourself to other people in their 20s who seem to have their life figured out and know what they're doing and are going out partying and have a lot of friends and are in sororities and whatever. So today I want to talk about FOMO, what it is, what it feels like, and I want to talk about turning FOMO into JOMO, which is the joy of missing out, and also talk about how to become your own best friend because when you're your own bestie, how can you feel left out? If you're with your bestie all the time, what is there to feel excluded from, you know? That's what we're going to talk about today. Let's get into it. According to Google, FOMO is anxiety that an exciting or interesting event may currently be happening somewhere often aroused by posts seen on social media and an emotional response to the belief that other people are living better, more satisfying lives or that important opportunities are being missed. Which yes, I do agree with that, but I think FOMO is more about the people we know or things that matter to us because we all know that there's always more quote-unquote exciting things happening we know that people are always again quote-unquote doing better than us like I know Alex Earl is somewhere in the world right now probably on a private jet downing five espresso martinis about to go meet I don't know Justin Bieber living her best life and I am not I don't feel like I'm missing out from that even though I know that's happening and I know she's doing that. I think FOMO lies more in things that relate to us. Like I don't relate to having a private jet and having the opportunities that she has. I think we feel anxious and upset and left out when we see people we care about doing things without us or when there's something happening we think is cool and we know we could go to, but we decide not to. You might be sitting here thinking, oh, I've never gotten FOMO. Like, I don't get FOMO. I never feel like I'm missing out. But I think FOMO can look different in different people. You might think, I don't get FOMO because I never fear missing out. But do you only feel that way because you never allow yourself to miss out? FOMO can look like saying yes to everything, even when you don't want to go to things. If you're constantly a yes man, you need to take a step back and ask yourself, why am I saying yes to plans and to people that one, I don't even care about, and two, I don't even want to be at? Every time that you say yes to plans that you don't want to go to, you are telling yourself, I don't care what you want, I'm going to do what they want, their opinion and their fun and their their needs are more important than my needs. If you're tired, if you're exhausted and your body needs rest and you are planning all day to stay in and have a self-care night, but then your friend last minute asked you, hey, do you want to come to this party with so-and-so, aka people that you don't even like, and you say yes to them just because you're afraid that if you don't go, you'll miss out on something or your friend will be pissed at you or whatever, you are telling yourself, that that is more important than what you need right now. And what you need right now is to chill the fuck out. For me, I found myself making plans with people and going to things, not only so I didn't feel left out, 
but I wanted to make sure I kept this certain image of myself. I was so worried about people, not even the people that I was going to be hanging around, but people from the outside changing their perception of me. I didn't want people to see me not at this party or this event on social media and think, oh, wow, she must not be friends with these people or, oh, wow, she must not be as cool as I think she is or as important as I think she is. I was so concerned about my image and how others thought of me that I pushed myself to go to things and do things that I didn't even want to do, that I didn't care about, that I didn't like, rather than just staying home. My image on social media and how others perceived me was more important to me than just enjoying my life and enjoying my time. I also feared that if I didn't go to these things that I would be disconnected and kind of exiled from the group or I wouldn't be invited next time because I didn't go. And then if I was no longer getting invites, the chance of my fear of being perceived in a certain way that I don't want to be was even higher for next time and the next time and the next time. I was afraid that if I didn't go this time, then next time I definitely won't be invited. And then on top of that, I was afraid of being disconnected from the group I'm being invited from. I was afraid that if I didn't go this time, then I wouldn't understand the inside jokes. I wouldn't feel connected with them. And I would feel like even more of an outsider next time I hung out with them if I even got invited next time. With all that being said, FOMO comes in different forms. And I want to talk about why we get FOMO because I really do believe that everyone gets FOMO or has gotten FOMO at some point in their life because we as humans are made to care. We want people to want us. We want to be invited, accepted. We want to feel important. So when we don't get invited or we see others receiving opportunities that we want or we see others off doing things that we want to do, it's really easy to feel left out or feel not good enough or feel not deserving. There's been so many times where I'll be upset about something and I'm like, why do I even care? Like this whole Coachella thing. Why do I even want to be there? I know for a fact that if I was there, I would be wishing I was at home in bed. Why am I so worked up over something that isn't as great as it is? Aside from just the natural desire to want to be accepted, I think FOMO comes from our past, from triggers. I think when you get burnt from someone or something, Even when you do heal, it's still very easy to allow that hurt to follow you and flow into new experiences. Throughout college, I was a part of this friend group, and I'm talking big friend group, like boys and girls talking in a group chat every single day, making plans every single day, every single weekend, just very close. And they were always close. Like they were a huge group of friends, even in high school. And I was brought into this friend group much later on, like I said, in college. So because I was brought into this friend group later on, they were all closer than I was with the group. So they would all text outside of the group chat and make plans outside of the group chat and exclude me. And it hurt me a lot because it took a lot for me to feel included in the friend group as is. I always felt as if 
they were very particular about who they were friends with. So once I was a part of the friend group, I'm like, okay, I did everything that I needed to do to get to where I am. Why am I still feeling as if we're not friends? Why do I still feel as if you're going behind my back? And it's because they were. But I remember one of the last times before I absolutely blew my fuse and ended the friendships. I remember texting our group chat and asking if anyone wanted to hang out and no one responding to me, which is fine. You know, people are busy. But the issue was that I had all of their locations. So I could easily see when they were all hanging out without me, which was a reoccurring thing that they did, which is fine. If you don't want to hang out with me, just say so. They don't respond. I'm stalking their locations via Find My Friends like a freak. And I remember watching one of their locations drive right past my house because one of our other friends lived close to my house. Watched them drive right past my house, pick them up, drive past my house again. No response until like an hour later being like, oh, sorry, I didn't see this. And I just remember being in this friend group constantly feeling left out and excluded and feeling as if we weren't friends, even though they were always telling me we were. And the reason I bring this up is because The way that those people made me feel and the way that these people treated me has now carried into my friendships I have today. I can have a friend that treats me like gold and part of me will still be hesitant to say no when they invite me to things because I'm afraid that if I do say no, they won't invite me next time or they'll talk shit about me with our other friend or our friendship won't be as strong as it is. Because of how these people treated me, I feel like people are hanging out without me and making plans without me. I feel as if people have malicious intent because they had malicious intent. I now have a fear of abandonment because when I would say no to those friends, they would stop texting me and talking to me. And being my friend. They were so used to yes men. That when I said no. Because it was best for me. They didn't want me to be a part of their circle anymore. Because I was not a yes man. I now feel as if I have to say yes to so many people. And fear if I say no. They will leave me the way that those people did. Which kind of leads me to my next point of why we get FOMO. And that's insecurities in friendships. If you feel as if your connection with someone is already weak or shaky, you're not going to feel comfortable to say no to that person. You're not going to feel comfortable to cancel plans. If you feel as if someone doesn't really like you or that they talk shit about you or aren't that great of a friend to you, you're going to be hesitant to say no to them because if you say no, how is that going to make them like you anymore? It's just going to make your connection weaker. And if you care about that connection and you want them to like you, you're going to go out of your way and say yes to them every time. Something that I struggled with a lot in that friend group and I still struggle with now because of that friend group is when I feel as if someone doesn't really like me or doesn't really care about our friendship and then they do something like not invite me to something or not show up to something. That to me just confirms my insecurity about the friendship. If you listen to my birthday episode, you know that I threw myself a birthday party because if I don't throw myself a party, who's going to, you know, whatever. I invite a bunch of people and the amount of people that I invited that did not come kind of breaks my heart. 
What hurt was the fact that it confirmed how I felt about our friendship. I already felt as if these people didn't really like me and they were really only coming because they're my boyfriend's friends. You know, we share some friends, but some of these people are closer to my boyfriend. In the back of my head, them not showing up to my party just validated how I felt. So when you feel that way about someone, when you feel the way that I felt as if they don't really care about you or the friendship and they're just your friend for shits and giggles and they do something like not invite you to plans and they exclude you, that just confirms your feeling about the friendship. I feel like when we have these insecurities in friendships, that's when we start feeling as if we have to go to these plans that we don't want to go to. Because if you didn't feel insecure about your friendship with that person, you would know that it's okay to stay home. You would know that your friend would understand. A real friend is not going to make you feel bad about staying in on a weekend if you don't want to go out and party. A real friend is not going to distance themselves from you just because you didn't show up this one time. A real friend is not going to replace you just because you couldn't go. I think it also all comes down to insecurities within yourself. You need to know that it's okay for you to stay home and not go to that party. It's okay for you to not be going out every weekend just because people in their 20s normally go out every weekend. It's okay for you not to be doing what everyone else is doing. The only reason it bothers you is because you feel insecure about it. No one really cares but you. When you decide not to go to something, you shouldn't be thinking, well, if I don't go, they might talk shit about me. If I don't go, people might not invite me again. If I don't go, people will will think I'm not friends with them. If I don't go, people won't think I'm cool. If I'm not invited, people don't like me. People like others more than me. When you're secure in yourself and you know who you are, what you want, what you deserve, it doesn't matter what others think about you. Your image doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how cool you look online. It doesn't matter how cool your Instagram story is or your Instagram feed or your TikTok feed. It doesn't matter because you know who the fuck you are and you know you're cool even when you stay in and do your face mask and watch your favorite show and play your favorite video games and read. You know you're the coolest bitch alive when you do what's best for you, not for others. When you're secure in yourself, you're not looking after others. You're looking after yourself. You're saying yes to you and no to them. FOMO happens when your insecurities come out and you start thinking that external things are going to fulfill you rather than internal things. When you start thinking my life would be better and more fulfilling if I did cooler things, if I started doing more post-worthy things, if I started hanging out with cooler people and started having cooler experiences, then I would be more likable. Then I would be more desirable. Then people would look at me the way that I want them to look at me. Rather than just being okay with being who you are and not thinking so much about how others think you are. So now I want to talk about how we could avoid FOMO because 
everyone struggles with everything that I just talked about. Well, I don't want to say everyone. A lot of people struggle with everything I just talked about. So I want to talk about how we can overcome that so we're not constantly spiraling. I think social media plays a huge part. I mean, even the Google's definition of FOMO said social media plays a huge part in FOMO, but also technology in general. Like find my friends played a huge role in my FOMO in my past friendships. With that friend group, I was constantly stalking their locations because I knew they were hanging out without me. So I would be watching them and I would be thinking, oh my God, what are they doing? Oh my God, they're probably having so much fun. When in reality, they're quite literally sitting on the floor on their phones, not even talking to each other. And I know this because when I would hang out with them, that's what we would do. So I think limiting your time on your phone, on your computer, on social media really is beneficial when you are struggling or let's say your friends are hanging out without you or you just said no to plans and you're upset and you're worrying about what you're missing out on. I think avoiding scrolling through social media, scrolling through your find your friends app is your best bet. When you're feeling down and when you're feeling anxious, the last thing you should be doing is looking at what other people are doing. Because when you go on social media, not many people are posting about just staying home and doing nothing. Social media is a highlight reel. People only post what they want you to see. People want you to think their lives are cooler than they are. They want people to feel the way that you want people to feel about you. They want people to think, oh my God, she's so cool. Her life is so interesting. When in reality, she's probably just sitting on her bed doing nothing just like you. Most people are not out and about going, going, going. People need to rest. People need to chill the fuck out. And they do. They just don't want you to see it. Also, stop stalking your friends, stop stalking your ex, stop stalking people in general, especially when you're struggling. If you decide to stay in, you did it because you needed to stay in and to protect your energy. Do not go looking to see what you would be doing if you were there. Stop looking to see what you're missing because more than likely, that's not even realistic or what you would actually be doing. The people that are posting on their story, taking shots and having a crazy time at this crazy party are not having a crazy time at this crazy party. That party is lukewarm at best. Think of all the parties that you go to. Do you even have fun? Unless you are blacked out, partying really isn't fun. Go to a party sober. Tell me how much fun you have. You probably are not having fun. People want others to think they're having more fun than they actually are. Next, reflect on how you feel and how you felt last time you went out. If you're upset about not doing something or not going somewhere, relate it back to last time. Anytime that I find myself down about not going to the bar or not going to a party or going somewhere, I always try to sit myself down and think, how was it last time I went? Did I have fun last time I went to the bar? Do I even remember being at the bar? Because like I said, unless you're blacked out, you're not having fun. If you don't remember your time there or you remember not having fun, there's no reason for you to want to go to that place and do that again. I can't even tell you the amount of times where I'll be somewhere and I feel more alone than I would if I actually was alone. I will be surrounded by people and I feel 10 times more anxious and uncomfortable than I would if I was just at home by myself. 
That's why I always say it's better to be alone than be lonely and surrounded by a bunch of people. If people aren't doing anything for you, if they aren't making you feel good, if they're not beneficial for you or your time, there's no reason to spend your time around them. Why do you want to be around people that make you feel icky? Why do you want to be pissed off? Why do you want to be upset? Why do you want to feel anxious? You could feel anxious at home. So just go home, stay home. Because when I'm out and I feel anxious and I'm not having a good time, I almost feel stuck, especially when I don't drive myself. When I'm at a bar full of people and I know I can't leave until my friends leave, but I want to go, I start spiraling because I feel as if it's out of my control now that I have to just stay here until the night ends. Whereas when I'm home and I feel anxious, I know what's going to relieve that feeling. I know that if I go to bed, I'll be okay. I know if I eat a snack, I'll be okay. I know if I turn on my favorite show, I'll be okay. Why wouldn't you pick the option that's in your best interest? Why wouldn't you want to do what's best for you? It doesn't matter if you're in your 20s and you should be out partying. If that doesn't make you feel good, if that doesn't do anything for you, there's no reason to continue doing that just for the sake of doing it. Staying home and making yourself feel good is what's best for you in your 20s at any age. Who cares if it's not post-worthy? Also, even if it is, the grass isn't greener on the other side. Just because someone's posting about how cool the party is doesn't mean the party's that cool. It doesn't mean you're missing anything. They just want to perpetuate this story. They want people to think, oh, wow, that party is really cool. I I wish I was there, even though everyone that's there wish they weren't there. While we're on the topic of perpetuating this like false image, I saw a TikTok the other day of this influencer. I forget who it was. But they were exposing the fact that other influencers and a lot of influencers rent out Airbnbs and spaces just to take photos and make it look like they're going to Coachella, but don't actually go to Coachella. So that way people on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube see it and they're like, oh, God, I wish I was there. I wish I could go to Coachella when these people are literally not even at Coachella. I'm someone who feels bad about not going to Coachella every year, right? But... Is it that I really want to go to Coachella or is it something deeper? And that's something I think is really important to reflect on. Do I want to go and be there or am I just craving the feeling of being there? Do I actually want to be at Coachella right now or do I only want to go because I want people to think I'm cool enough to go? And that applies to any time you have FOMO or honestly anything. Whenever you get upset, ask yourself, Am I actually upset about this thing or is it something deeper? For example, let's say you're upset at your boyfriend for not posting you on Instagram. Are you actually upset that he doesn't post you on Instagram or are you upset because you want to feel important to your boyfriend? So for an example, with FOMO, are you upset that your friends didn't invite you because you really wanted to go or are you upset because you feel like your friends don't like you? And you want to feel accepted and wanted by your friends. You're not craving the experience. You're craving the feeling of being accepted. So with overcoming FOMO, I think a big thing is when you start to feel anxious or upset about not going somewhere or not doing something, instead of getting worked up about that thing, figure out what it is you're actually desiring. Once you figure out the core of it, 
that's when you can work through it and overcome it. It's okay that you didn't go. You'll get over that. But the reason behind why you're upset is still going to stick with you and it's going to come up again the next time you don't get invited or the next time you decide not to go or the next time you see someone else getting an opportunity that you don't have. If you want to feel more loved, accepted, desired, successful, cool, rich, whatever it is that you want to feel, you need to find other ways to feel that way without relying on other people and their perception of you. If you want to feel successful, instead of going to Coachella and perpetuating this fake image and identity, start putting in time and working on something that's important to you and that's going to make you successful. If you want to feel cool, instead of going out all the time and partying, invest in yourself and find hobbies and activities that make you feel cool. Because the more things that you do that actually align with you, the cooler you will feel. And it has nothing to do with others or their plans or what they're doing. I think that's the thing. You need to prioritize and choose experience over status. Stop worrying about how others are going to think of you and spend time doing what you actually want to do. Stop going to parties that you don't have fun at and start staying home and doing what you want. Stay home and paint your nails. Clean your room. Do something productive with your time. If reading a book feels better than going out on a Friday night, stay in and read that book. Like I was saying before, every time that you say yes to others, you are saying no to yourself. So vice versa, every time that you say no to others, you get to say yes to yourself. Every time that you say no to plans that you don't want to go to, you get to make time for what you actually want to do. I can't even tell you how frustrating it is when you prioritize others and their needs over your own. Like the amount of times that I've had work to do, but I've gone out with others just to make them happy or because I didn't want to have FOMO. But the next day I'm like, I didn't even have fun. It is a waste of my time. And now I'm going to be so stressed out because I didn't get the work that I needed to get done, done. I chose something that wasn't beneficial for me over something that was beneficial for me. And now I have to stress and cram and worry about this when I could have easily just stayed in and gotten this done and I would have been able to relax today. And now I can't because I put what they wanted to do over what I wanted to do. I wasn't true to myself. Something that I've struggled with forever, and I talk about this a lot, is just feeling comfortable in my own space, in my own body, and being alone. Being alone is really hard. It's really hard to sit in silence and be with your thoughts and not want to suppress them. It's really easy to turn on music or your favorite show or go out and hang out with friends than just to be by yourself and feel all of your feelings and just be alone. But at the end of the day, you really only do have yourself. You take all of the experiences away, the people away, the material things away, and it is only you. And if you can't just sit and be with yourself, how do you expect anyone to treat you the way you keep expecting them to? Why do you expect those friends to want to invite you? Why do you expect people to think you're cool? 
Why do you expect these things from people when you can't even hang out with yourself and have a good time? Why are you putting so much pressure on others to be your best friend when you're treating yourself like shit? When you're telling yourself, I don't like how you think. I don't like being with you. I don't understand you. I don't want to understand you. How do you expect anyone to understand you if you can't do that for yourself? And that's why I think learning to be your own best friend is so fucking important. It's the best thing that you can do too because when you become your own best friend, you will not have FOMO. You will not give a fuck what others are doing or what others think of you because think about it. Think about your best friend. When you're with them, it doesn't matter what you're doing with them. You're having a blast. If you love them and you love their company, you're not worrying. Your head isn't elsewhere thinking about what others are doing. So take that and apply it to yourself. When you become your own best friend and you enjoy your own company and you enjoy hanging out with you and doing what you want to do and spending all of your time with you, it doesn't matter who is going to that party. It doesn't matter if someone didn't invite you. It doesn't matter if you haven't posted on Instagram in a month and you think people think that you're so lame and boring. You are not bothered because you are having a good time just being you you're having a great time just being I actually now do get joy of missing out like when I see people posting stories of them at the bar that I used to crave going to and feel so bad about missing out on the weekends when I see people there I'm like thank fucking god I'm not there thank god I chose to stay in. Thank God I'm staying in and watching Love Island and eating my favorite snacks. Like tonight, after I finish recording this, I'm literally going to Taco Bell and going to get like a five-course meal. I'm so excited to just do that. That is so appealing to me than going and doing a million things just to feel like I did something. I get excited for my boring weekends, which they're not boring to me, but to others, people are like, you're in your 20s. You should be going to brunch and going out and partying and going on vacations and doing all these things that once were appealing to me and sometimes still are like, yeah, there are times where I do want to have 20 green tea shots and run around and be a menace to society, but There's also weekends that I love sleeping in and then going to the gym and cleaning my house and watching TV and doing my skincare and putting my phone on do not disturb and not talking to anyone. That to me is the best time ever. I think one of the best things that you could do to avoid FOMO and enjoy missing out When those anxious feelings start to creep in and you find yourself feeling insecure and you start spiraling and wondering what others are doing and what you should be doing and you just start freaking out, make a list of things that you could do by yourself and that seem more fun than what you're worried about. For example, if you find yourself being upset about people at a concert, like Taylor Swift right now, for the next couple months, You're going to see that on your For You page. You're going to see people at the Eras Tour. Would we all love to be there? Absolutely. I mean, it's Taylor Swift. Those tickets were hard to get. So not a lot of people got them. If you're one of them that didn't get them or you're not going, instead of being upset about not going to Taylor Swift, make a list of things that you can do in replacement of not going. 
go drive around and listen to all of her albums. She has a lot of albums. That will take up some of your time. Watch videos of the Eras tour. It's better than not seeing it at all. And it doesn't even have to be in relation to that. Just make a list of things that sound fun and are better than laying in bed and being upset. Go get a coffee. Go for a walk. Clean your room. Do your skincare. Call your parents. Call someone you love. Just make a list of things that will keep you busy and eventually you'll realize that it really isn't that deep and it's not the end of the world that you're not at that party or you're not at that concert. I mean, no one wants to feel left out. It never feels good to feel as if you're not good enough or you're not doing enough or that people don't like you or people don't think you're cool. Like no one wants to feel that way. As much as we tell ourselves that we don't care, I mean, this podcast is all about not caring. We do care. But it really is not that deep. I know it's easier said than done, but there are ways to avoid feeling this way. And at the end of the day, you should be prioritizing yourself and what you really want. You should be putting your feelings first. You should be more worried about how you think of yourself and how you feel about yourself than how others feel about you. What I want you to get from this episode is to stop caring so much about what others think about you and worry more about what you think of yourself. If you truly want to feel fulfilled and live your best life, those parties and those grand events and big friend groups and popular people are not going to fulfill you. They're not going to make you feel the way that you want to feel. The only way that you're going to feel your best is if you're looking after you and are doing what's best for you and spending your time around fake people, fake friends, places that you do not belong in, places that don't align with you, that you don't relate to, is not what's best for you and is not going to do anything for you but make you feel shittier. Own who you are because most people are putting on a show and creating this false narrative because they don't know who they are. And they're dealing with the same internal struggles that you are or that you were. Even the people that seem like they have their lives figured out and are having the best time struggle just as much, if not more, with FOMO. And that's why they go to all of these events and parties because they cannot stand to think about missing out on these opportunities. It's better to live a life that feels right and feels good for you than chasing a life that you think will make you look like you have the best life. But that's where I'm going to end today's episode because my laptop's dying. Let me know what you thought of this episode. DM me, reply to the little question I attach on Spotify. If you want to message me, ask me questions, ask advice, my Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and the Google form is linked in the description. Also make sure to check out today's sponsors. Thank you so much for listening, besties. I love you so much, and I will talk to you next time. Bye, besties.